Hi, this is Amber and welcome to today's podcast. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. I am a Reiki master and a shamanic practitioner running my own healing practice um, for the last 10 or so years, probably a bit longer actually, since about 2007. These podcasts have been going for a number of years now and they are my way of reaching as many people as possible and just planting some seeds that might be of assistance to you at this time. The website again is sacredspacehealing.org. For those of you that don't know my work, I focus on core wound healing, life purpose work, sacred union work and one-to-one readings and healings and I work with clients all across the world, predominantly on Skype or Zoom. Um, So first of all, welcome and thank you to everyone that listens to these podcasts. Thank you for all your messages of support and I love receiving your feedback. I love hearing how the podcasts have assisted you in some way, inspired you, helped you to heal. Um, It's amazing actually, like some people will get in touch and it's kind of it's it's almost as if they receive a spontaneous healing just through listening to something and I think it is possible for us to have that I think it is possible for us to listen to something and suddenly have a a moment of revelation where we we kind of we we feel that we've put some stuff to rest so I love hearing your stories please keep them coming Um, And also, I'm really open to suggestions if there are topics that I haven't covered that you would really like to hear, um, and it's in my remit to cover those topics, then do drop me an email. It's amber at sacredspacehealing.org. And for those of you that have asked um, how you can support the work, there is a donations button on the website. If you go to the homepage and click the drop-down menu, you'll see a donations uh, page. And you can donate as much or as little as you feel called to. And everything that you donate goes straight back into the work, um, hosting the website, hosting the podcasts, my time and energy and so on. So today's podcast is on the topic of space clearing. Um, I'm I'm not going to run you through the top 10 things to do (laughs) to space clear. Um, But it often comes up in healing sessions uh, it, it can sometimes be a really big part of the work that um, can happen in a session, especially with the deeper work, like the core wound work or the life purpose work. And um, it's interesting because I, I often notice with space clearing that, that they can be quite a strong level of resistance to it. You know, I think I think we think of a number of things when we hear space clearing. So we think of feng shui and we think of how... Um, our space should be organized so that it's uh, it's most aligned or it's going to bring in abundance or bring in love. And we have all these rules about space clearing, you know, and there's all these rules in feng shui, and I think they either work for you or they don't. But I think one of the main rules in feng shui is that whatever you do in your home, in your space, it should feel good, it should feel authentic. So if you're just putting up symbols or you know, moving stuff around because a book told you to do it, but you don't, you're not really aligned with it, then there's no point. It needs to feel good for you. Um, and I think uh, we can get caught in a trap of trying to do things the right way rather than actually seeing space clearing as a really deeply profound process that we go through when we want to create shift and change in our lives. We predominantly, I believe, clear space, whether it's within ourselves, so within ourselves in terms of our thoughts or our emotions, our diet, um, what we're consuming on every level. 
or within our environment because we want to call in something new because we feel stuck in some way, because we feel burdened in some way, because we feel that we're not attracting what we want in some way. And clutter in our home space or our office environment or our creative space is a way of blocking energy. And often we accumulate clutter because we're busy, we're tired, um, but we can also accumulate clutter because we're hoarding in some way, like we don't want to let go of the past. And we fear letting go of the past. We fear letting go of the past because we're scared to step into the new. We're scared to invite anything new into our lives, and yet we keep saying that's what we want. So space clearing for me is really vital for calling into our lives that which we want to, that we wish to be aligned to. And I think space clearing can take many different levels. In our modern day, with all the technology that we have, you know, space clearing is about more than just clearing out your sock drawer or, you know, clearing out a couple of cupboards in the kitchen or clearing out the fridge. Space clearing these days is about every single device that you have that holds information that is linked to the past. So it's all your emails, text messages, photos on your phone and other devices, um, <clears throat> any gifts that you might be holding on to, um, any sort of social media contacts, contacts that you have, um, any accounts that you're following. And space clearing requires us to be ruthless, I believe. You know, I think we have to look at, if we're, you know, if we're clearing out our wardrobe or we're clearing out our shoe cupboard or we're clearing out our emails, we have to really look at what's in front of us and ask, does this serve me? Does it bring me joy? Is it in alignment with where I wish to be? And if it isn't, if it doesn't, then it has to go. And I think our fear is that, you know, we'll be left with nothing. But actually, there is never a kind of void. Like that space is going to be filled with something, but it can't be filled with something while it's crammed full of stuff that you don't really want or that isn't serving you or that isn't good for you in some way. And I think it can be challenging also because we can hold on to things sometimes believing that, you know, the time will come when it will be right for them. So the time will come when it will be right to read that book or wear that item of jewelry or you know contact that person again and I think sometimes we have to take a leap of faith with space clearing and kind of say well if the time hasn't been right in the last five years or the last year you know maybe I need to cut my losses and say the time isn't right for this thing whatever it is whether it's that dress or it's that pair of shoes or whatever it is the time has never arrived and maybe by letting go of it and calling something new in um I'll create shifts in my life and I may well align with the thing that I wanted to happen anyway. So I think when we do space clearing, I personally feel that being ruthless is really important. But I also know that it can be incredibly overwhelming. So, you know, t people tend to space clear in a number of ways, but it tends to be that they just decide they're going to do it all in one go and then it becomes completely overwhelming. So you're kind of left with you know, five rooms in your house that are in complete disarray and it's exhausting because everything is a mess, it's turmoil. 
So my advice, if it feels overwhelming, is to do one space at a time and to tackle it really thoroughly. So you might wish to tackle the sock drawer <laughs> or you might wish to tackle, you know, um, your cupboards or emails or text messages and, I, and give yourself a time limit. It's one of the most grounding things that I found. So sort of say, well, for an hour or two hours, I'm going to go through my bookshelf and get rid of any books that don't make me feel good. Um, or I'm going to go through um, my wardrobe and I'm going to ruthlessly take out anything that I haven't worn in the last year and that doesn't make me feel good when I look at it or doesn't fit me anymore and I'm hoping that I'll, you know, I'll be able to fit into it or is unflattering or has links to you know, unhappy memories and so on. And really go with what your gut response is. I've sometimes found with space clearing that there's stuff that I want to get rid of. So I put it to one side and I go, okay, I'll give that to the charity shop or I'll, I must remember to take that out tomorrow. And then over time, that thing, whatever it is, never seems to get, never seems to leave my home. And what I eventually find with those items is that they weren't, it, it wasn't really their time to go. That actually it was time to at some point, I was going to reintroduce them into my life, but things needed to shift in me before I could reintroduce them. Or I was going to actually read that book, or I was going to wear that dress, or I was going to, you know, use that, whatever it was, that, you know, instrument or whatever it is. And then other times I found that it's really easy to get rid of things because you realize that you already have five of the same thing or that this thing that you're holding on to has really unhappy memories for you, um, or that it doesn't fit anymore, or that it's broken or chipped in some way. I once had a teacher say to me that it's better to have one mug that you love drinking out of than five different mugs that are chipped or broken or scratched or you hate using, but you have them because you think you should have more of one. You know, you don't. We sort of live in a society where we don't want to have less. We think that having less means we're impoverished in some way or we failed in some way. But there's a huge um, clarity of mind that happens when we have less, when we're not looking at clutter, when everything that we look at has purpose and meaning. We start to feel that we have purpose and meaning also. So I think space clearing is vital, especially in our, in our current lives, when it's so easy to accumulate stuff that we don't actually need, um, whether it's text messages, emails, photos, um, you know, things that you've been given for free, uh, junk mail that's lying around, um, presents that you never really liked but you've held on to, um, little trinkets that, you know, kind of make you laugh but don't mean anything to you. A lot of these things can be recycled if you want to create space in your life. And I think a really good way of looking at space clearing is to look around your home and to imagine that if new energy was to come into your home, where would it settle? You know, would it go and sit in a, in a, um, a drawer in a, a bureau of yours? Would it go and settle in the bathroom? Would it hang out in the kitchen? Like, would, it, would there be space for this new energy in your home? And if you look around your home and every surface is kind of full of something and every you know storage cupboard is rammed shut and the bookcase is rammed and you you start to realize that there isn't space in your life for anything new to enter and if there isn't space in your life for anything new to enter how can you ask for change to come into your life 
that's probably my only top tip, is that rather than accumulating more, we need to learn to recycle more, um, to give stuff away, to sell things, to, um, to recycle, to kind of take something and make it into something else. And often when we do that, when we have a space clear out and we start to clear stuff out, we realize how much we actually have. And sometimes we realize that the thing that we're asking for, we don't actually need or we don't have room for or we're not ready for. Um, and other times we realize that the thing that we've been asking for hasn't come into our life because we just haven't created space for it to come into our life, whether it's in our thoughts or it's in our actual environment. I think it's also important to look at space clearing in terms of our thoughts. So if you're constantly thinking thoughts that are busy, um, negative in some way, you're not creating space in, your, in yourself to invite in new thoughts or new emotions. Um, so it's important that we do a recycling of our mental processes and our emotional processes also. And as we do that, we create the environment to invite something new in. And that's exciting. Um, and then that's when manifestation can happen. And sometimes when we feel blocked in terms of, you know, why is the stuff that I'm asking for not coming in? It's because we just haven't created the space for it. And something as simple as clearing out a shelf on your bookcase could actually have a massive impact on energy coming into your life. So my invitation to you is, if you're feeling blocked in some way, tackle something, you know, tackle that bookcase, tackle that... Um, that shoe cabinet, you know, tackle your emails, your text messages and be ruthless and have a clear out and see how that makes you feel. And as you create space, it might well start to bring into your life the very things that you've been asking for for some time, but you feel haven't manifested. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much love joy and abundance. Until the next time, so it is and so it shall be.